Welcome to the show. I'm Lucas Miles, and you're listening to the Lucas Miles Show on the Edify Podcast Network and also a featured podcast of faithwire.com. Welcome to the Lucas Miles Show. I'm your host, Lucas Miles, and my guest today is Tina Marie Griffin. For over two decades, former actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin has built a reputation as being a leading media expert. She's traveled globally for the past 15 years to reveal how pop culture and media is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are eroding the foundational development of today's youth. Tina and I had an opportunity to jump in and talk about her new app, Counter Culture Mom, and her website, counterculturemom.com, as well as the dangers of really Hollywood and the left's attack on America's children. Parents especially, I think you're going to enjoy this episode and some of the resources and recommendations that she gives. And Tina all around is just a fascinating and passionate person that I think that everybody is going to enjoy. So with that, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Lucas Miles Show is brought to you by Cove. Visit covesmart.com and use promo code Lucas, that's L-U-C-A-S, for all of your home security needs. And now, here is my interview with Tina Griffin. Welcome to the Lucas Miles Show. I'm your host, Lucas Miles, and I'm here today with my guest, Tina Griffin. Tina, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited about your book. So thanks for putting the hard work into that, baby. Hey, I appreciate the plug there. Yeah, this, uh, the Christian left, it's been, uh, it's, it, I think it's long overdue, but hopefully very timely. Um, we're getting some good traction so far. So thanks for mentioning that. I can't wait. Whatever traction I can help you with, I'm all over it. You got an early PDF coming your way. So we'll make sure you get that. We'll make the, we'll make the listeners jealous here. So, uh, so Tina, you and I first met uh, briefly at the National Religious Broadcasters. And I know uh, probably crossed paths a few times down there and then have been able to, you know, connect a little bit this last few months, um, you know, with some mutual friends. And obviously, you know, you're involved, passionate, you know, and, and really wanting to make sure that we can kind of keep this country and our families and our faith on a right track. So uh, talk to us a little bit about kind of what you do and, and how you got there. Wow. Okay. Well, bullet point form. And I know you and I both have very full lives. It's like we're, you know, living five people's lives in one lifetime. But I grew up a farm kid in Wisconsin. And at the age of 16, I gave my life to the Lord. And a week later, just to show you what kind of path uh, God had me on, which I thought was pretty hilarious looking back, it, it all makes sense of where he has me today. A older gentleman came up to me and said, hey, I saw you gave your life to the Lord. You know, I don't think you'd be a bench warmer Christian. God told me to give you this VHS copy of the Clinton Chronicles. I'm like, you know, most of my friends are going out and partying and drinking and driving and everything else that goes with that. And I'm the one inviting my friends to youth group and watching Clinton Chronicles VHS tapes of the corruption that happens in the government when Bill Clinton was governor of Arkansas. So at a very young age, I was gathering a lot of content and I had such a heart and passion for people to not be deceived by the enemy especially with pop culture. I saw a lot of drinking and driving in movies and TV shows, and I grew up watching 90210 and Melrose Place and seeing all these actors party it up. And um, one article really got to me. I was 16, 17 years old, and I saw an article in a teen, some kind of teen 
Bopper magazine that I followed, and it was Jason Priestley that went to a party and drank too much, wrapped his car around a tree going 80 miles an hour, and barely survived. And I'm thinking, that's it. I'm going to Hollywood. I got to help these celebrities out and get them back on track and tell them that drinking and driving isn't the right answer. So that was in my head at 16, 17. At the age of 20, I went out to L.A. and did a ton of film and TV work for a decade. I got to work on 90210 and Melrose Place. I did um, the Miss America pageant, just a lot of film and TV shows, a lot of Hollywood celebrity parties. I worked at the Oscars. So I was in it like an undercover FBI agent for a decade. And four years into that is where God said, it's time for you to go out there and speak about these topics. So it started at a church in Los Angeles, the Oasis Christian Center. Every Friday I was exposing the lies that I learned firsthand while working in film and TV that week from these celebrities and how they're very hypocritical. And uh, 20 years later now, I'm still speaking, doing this show called Hollywood Exposed, where I dissect all different facets of pop culture and help parents and teens navigate that entertainment safely so they're not brainwashed by the Hollywood elite agenda. You know, I spent a lot of time in Hollywood. I've, I've done a couple films. You know, I'm, I'm out there a fair amount, at least in a non-COVID year. And, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely some scary stuff. And there's pockets of great things happening. There's, there's some people of faith. There's, you know, obviously some awesome stories. And, you know, people I'm sure you and I both know that are doing, you know, great things for the Lord in that space. But it's easy to kind of stumble into kind of some pockets of darkness. And it's also just, I think, easy to fall into despair, you know, through the business, the, the constant performance, the constant disappointments, you know, all of those things. It just kind of lends itself to a propensity for, uh, you know, turning to addictions and drugs and alcohol and kind of those highs. And again, I'm, I love the industry. I, I help people get into the business. But, you know, there's a lot of reasons to, you know, kind of go into it with your eyes open and making sure that your faith is, is really intact when you do that. So, um, you know, what do you think? Do you, do you think that, you know, it's worse today than it was, say, you know, when you were that 16, 17 year old kid, you know, starting to, uh, you know, show interest in this? That is a really good question. No one's ever asked me that before. I think it was nasty back then, obviously, for thousands of years here going back. I think that the problem we have with today's technology, there's a blessing and a curse. The blessing is we can get this content out there to the masses to help parents know how to navigate this culture we're living in today to keep our kids safe. The con is a big one, and that is they have such easy access to their phones, through the Internet. Um, we've got online schooling now for all these kids where these nasty pornographic horrible ads, I'll just say that for the sake of the listeners, they don't have to have these images in their head, that these kids are seeing while they're on the internet taking online classes through public school education. Even the public school education is Common Core Bill Gates focused. And um, we could do probably five different shows to stem off of this, but with the education that kids are getting through today's public school system, which is very communist agenda geared, and the entertainment, which 14 or 15 of the communist goals written back in 1963, I carry a list in my purse, and I also have a big pamphlet and books talking about these communist goals. Well, 14 or 15 of those communist goals are entertainment-based. It's trashing the um, family structure and taking the father out of the home, and that pornography is accepted and should be enforced and promoted as something amazing and great to try. That's why you have all these communist goals for our school's education today and why five and six and seven-year-old kids are told to choose their gender having, you know, 400 choices to choose from. Gender dysphoria is huge. All of it is literally coming from these communist goals. So when I started connecting the dots uh, 20 years ago, heading out to Hollywood, 
on all the issues of pop culture and realizing that the Chinese have such, China has such a huge impact with their communist agenda for America, that is why they own the AMC theaters. That is why they own a ton of Hollywood and what gets pumped out through film and TV. They are trying to corrupt our American uh, heritage, the, the foundation of how America was started, our family values, and completely throw God out the window. Uh, not just in our schools, but in our entertainment. If anything, mock God in different forms of entertainment. When we start to put the uh, dots together, and that's why I'm so excited about reading your book, we can see the attack, we can see the enemy, and then we know how to pray for the enemy and the people involved. And there's uh, really only a select few in our world that own the globe. And when these elites working with communist China, um, when they're exposed and when these pieces start to come together to build this puzzle, it is a no-brainer. I have people that are atheists now telling our ministry, I have a counterculture mom ministry I've been doing for 20 years, uh, telling us I'm an atheist, but, man, I'm starting to believe in God. With the stuff that you're pumping out and the dots are connecting for me, I can see how I'm being duped, deceived by the enemy, how China's trying to get into our soil. And there's only one of the uh, 45 communist goals that have not happened since 1963, and that is taking over our police force. What? Our police force has almost been taken over just in 2020 with everything that we saw unravel. And when we have uh, the Chinese Communist Party government officials now running as governors of our state, now running in the political arena, now running our school systems, now running Hollywood, we have a huge problem. Not that all is lost, but we have a huge problem. And it's time for America to wake up, which they're now awake, and for us to get the content out there in the most creative means because the mainstream media is primarily owned by George Soros and the Communist Party. I, I think it's important, first of all, that, that people realize that, you know, uh, are there some power players in this? Absolutely. But the biggest power player in this is the enemy. And I think there's a lot of people that hate each other that are still doing what the enemy wants them to do. And there's, there were, it's like, you know, I heard somebody explain it one time. It's like an octopus. You know, you got all these eight different arms that all have different agendas. I mean, you know, uh, um, you know, during World War II, you know, the, the communists uh, hated the Nazis and the Nazis hated the communists, you know, but they were really both kind of doing the same things. You know, it was, it was kind of carrying out the same agenda just from two different angles. And I think we see a lot of that today. And, you know, it, it, uh, um, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be a global syndicate to still be a global, you know, spiritual issue that's arising. And I think that, you know, when you're looking at this, the two things that have to really fold or crumble or be divided uh, in order for, you know, this nefarious plan, you know, from the enemy to really uh, succeed is the, the disruption of the family and the disruption of church. And, you know, those are things I know we're both passionate about. And, you know, we're seeing, I mean, we saw that with, you know, um, uh, the, the BLM organization, you know, having on their, their homepage, you know, that to uh, disrupt the nuclear family or, uh, uh, you know, was I think the language that they utilized there. And, you know, we're seeing that people are working in that space. They're spending time. There's dollars going into uh, really reprogramming, you know, society in some sense of what is a family? What is, you know, what is the nucleus, you know, of a family? What does that look like? And, and even things like monogamy and these things are, are really starting to be, you know, questions in ways that, you know, we haven't seen for like hundreds of years that have, that have happened. And, you know, that would have been, um, you know, ridiculous to think of, you know, even, even 10 or 15 years ago. And it's just amazing to me how fast uh, some of these changes have come in and really in many ways how it's caught families and church off guard. 
what would you say to maybe somebody that's out there listening, you know, uh, maybe maybe a mom or dad that's really wanting to make sure that their kids kind of grow up in a safer, uh, at least environment, the best that they can. What kind of tips would you give them to kind of create safety on online and, and also in, in pop culture? I just want to say I greatly appreciate you. I appreciate your passion for helping families. I appreciate for you trying to keep our freedoms here in America. Uh, it is so encouraging to know that other people are out there on the front of the battle lines because sometimes we feel like we're all alone. So yeah. kudos to oh, you. Thank you for saying that. It, it's phenomenal. And parents tuning in, all of us have our role to play. The biggest thing that I would say, obviously, because I'm, I'm in it every day and this is what I've been doing, when I've been speaking for 20 years, up until two years ago, I, I would speak on cruise ships, uh, school assemblies, all the way down to I was asked, being asked to speak to elementary students because these kids were already uh, being bombarded with uh, – really horrific, harmful content in media where I had first grade teachers saying, hey, you did that middle school, high school something. Can you do the first grade, second grade, second grade, third grade before you split? I've been in prisons. I've been all over the globe for 20 years. Well, two years ago, when I started hearing a lot of parents come up to me, some of them bawling, putting their arms around my shoulder and say, just tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. I can't keep up. I'm so overwhelmed. My kids are seeing this online and I had a, a son that almost tried to commit suicide and my daughter is cutting. What do we do? Help us. I went home one time after doing like an 18 free speaking thing and events in one week. And I said, Luke, my husband, we have to be able to not just have them jump on Facebook. That's going to be gone out the window. I'm constantly in Facebook jail. We need a system where the second we know something hits and I still have a lot of connections in Hollywood. My phone has like, I don't know, probably just like you, I get hundreds of messages a day yeah. from people, some still from LA. So what we did is we wanted to have a very uh, easy way for parents in their hands mm. to get the alert a lot of times before the news even hits mainstream media. Like CBS, ABC, NBC, sometimes they do an alert or they, they do a news segment on something we blasted out to this app five days ago. That's old news to us already. We have a team of over 20 people since covid uh, my inbox and Facebook alone, I get hundreds of messages a week with parents either freaking out or needing advice or is this video game great or what about this school uh, curriculum? How do we contact our school officials? What do we say? What are our rights? I mean, everything all over the place. And so I had to hire 16 more people in the last six months. Wow. We now have over 20. They are phenomenal. I have a team that's all over my app, 15 writers, one COO that does all of the blasts, all the alerts on our app. So people know right away what is going on, what is coming out, what kind of commercials. I'm doing this for Dr. Duke today about the brand-new American Girl doll that is LGBT-focused. Parents want to know about this ahead of time. They don't want their kids even to see it, so they have to address the suicidal issues or the trauma or the kids trying some uh, stupid trick or something they saw on the Internet. They want to know. They want to have the power back in their hands. This app is not just, here are the problems. We know a lot of what the problems are. And we give a lot of information that the parents don't know what's going on. Our whole thing with Counterculture Mom Ministry is what are the solutions? So when you click on an alert, for example, this is the LGBT doll for American Girl. We have busy parents. Give us the info in three seconds. So we give them the info within a three-minute read. And on the bottom are parenting tips. What is the Counterculture Mom solution here? How do we talk to our girls about this? Because they're obviously going to learn about this with their friends at school, on the school bus, on the Internet through TikTok. And so our app is the best way that I found. So the parents don't have to think about opening up 80 different tabs on their, their bar. 
we have a really cool system that we gather this information daily. We then pick the top stories that our parents are going to want information on, blast it through the app, and it comes out as an alert. The other quick thing I want to mention to this app that I think is absolutely awesome is when you get into this main menu, this is going to be the main uh, page you get to, tons of blogs with different subjects that, uh, you know, are about relative stuff right now. You're going to see the first bar down this premium section. It is five bucks a month. I don't pay myself at all. I just want to tell everybody that it goes to pay my team, and Apple takes a chunk of that. (laughs) Of course they do. Of course they do. So you go to premium section. Here's where you're going to find the pop culture alerts. We have a trending news section. So if you want to know what's going on in uh, trending news, a lot of parents say, hey, I don't know what's true, what's not. We have vetted these news sources out, and these are topics that are currently impacting teens, tweens, and toddlers. Um, And the last thing on this beast that I have to highlight is we have a section in the premium section that I had to add called parent chat. So parent chat is in the premium section where here's the scenario. Um, Carla in Pennsylvania has a 15-year-old son that plays a certain video game that we just warn people about. Well, she's like, how do I get that kid off? We give them the tactics, the info, and here's what typically works. Because as I'm flashing out this info, I got a lot of parents constantly asking me the same questions. So Carla talks to her son. Absolutely, hands down, it works phenomenally well. She jumps on through the app when someone asks a question, I've got my kid playing this game. How do I get him off? What worked for your family? Carla jumps on. There's communication. Hundreds of parents are parent chatting through our app to help their kids choose wise entertainment so they have a healthy media diet going in here so they're not throwing bricks at people's businesses on the street, but they're creating business. They're creating positive video games. I've got kids telling me amazing positive video games they're creating apps that they have up, modest fashion shows that they're doing with their friends, clean songs going on for prom, um, a path cutter help group started at their high school, all because they're being connected, um, for me firsthand, I can say, through the app. And I think it's a phenomenal way for us to connect and actually see cultural change with the problems because there are solutions. It's just that mainstream media, owned by the wrong people, the wrong country, is not getting life-saving messages out there through our app, the Counterculture Mom app, when parents download it, they will find a lot of great networking sites in there. And we highlight a lot of amazing ministries that we love and that have been a part of for the last two decades. Uh, Tina, I love this. I love that it's not just, you know, I mean, it's easy just to go, here's all this stuff to be afraid of, and here's all these negative things that are happening. But the fact that you're kind of bringing that positive component back in, because I, I think you're right, I think parents know that it's a crazy world, you know, but like, what can I do? And to hear these stories of kids that are kind of really, you know, really flipping the script and, and creating value and creating businesses and creating opportunities to help other people. I just read a story this morning of, you know, a, a teenage kid went to a hospital and was cleaning all the, all the snow off of, you know, all the hospital staff, you know, windows during the snowstorm, you know, just to bless them. And I thought, you know, there's so many great things that we could be spending our time on and that we could be doing and not just getting sucked into this. So, so tell us if a parent's out there and they want to get this app, tell us the name of the app again and what stores it's available on. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? Just give me another idea, which I'm going to write down a post-it note right now on highlighting, because I did this on my website, highlighting what positive things teens are doing today to encourage other teens to also think creatively and do more fun, uh, uplifting things to help save lives. I, I, I get so many things like that. I get so pumped up. So on the Apple iTunes store, 
and Google Play. They need to just download the Counterculture Mom app. You will see it there. Uh, click on it, download it, and then once you open it, go to the premium section in the upper right corner in the menu. It's $4.99 a month, or you can get the year. A lot of parents just sign up for the year because you get two months free. And then daily, we send out three to four notifications. And we have a notification section in the app where you can choose what notifications do you want on the app. A lot of parents just say all of them. Um, and it's very pertinent information. If you don't want to open up the notification because it doesn't pertain to your kid, don't open it. But we have a lot of parents saying, hands down, the premium section with the Pop Culture Alerts, it, it is the best app we've ever seen with uh, navigating and helping us navigate today's pop culture. Because there are, and we err on the side of caution, there are other uh, organizations out there that say a certain TV show is okay for 13-year-olds. And I will read the review and I'll say, absolutely not. I don't want my kid to see uh, two sex scenes because it's only two sex scenes. I don't want any sex scenes. So we err on the side of caution. And we also blast those through our app. Um, a lot of positive video games, TV shows. Uh, there are some positive Netflix series, believe it or not. So parents know, hey, it's Friday night. What am I going to watch with my kids at safe? And we blast those out. So I say about 60% is run from 40% of the content through our app is. It's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I want to encourage the audience to, uh, to check that out and uh, certainly check out that premium section. Uh, for some added benefits. Tina, I know you're up against a hard uh, a hard break here with another interview, so um, I, I want to just thank you so much for coming on the program. We'll put a link to the app in our show notes on the podcast so you can check that out as well as a link to your website so people can find out more about you. And I'm assuming if we have some pesters out there or maybe uh, people working on conferences that you know uh, and are looking for a speaker, I'm assuming you do that too? All the time. I started actually doing TV shows because of COVID last year. The Roku uh, – channel uh, contact me Roku um, contact me about two weeks ago and they want to carry our content because I have the counterculture mom show that you can also get it's affiliated with Dennis Prager on Salem radio network but you can find it on our app as well and Lucas I'm going to tell you we're going to highlight I already blasted this out to my team this morning we're highlighting your book in our app and um, in the show note link that I'm going to send you for downloading the app uh, we also have a free parent media guide that has hundreds of entertainment positive entertainment options for their kids from video games to tv shows to comedians all of it I'm going to send you that link, too, so parents can download and get that in their inbox. Awesome. Awesome. Tina, you're a blessing. Thanks for what you're doing in this world, and uh, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thank you. You rock. I, I'm, you're my role model. Thanks for listening to the Lucas Miles Show on the Edify Podcast Network. For more great podcasts that will build your faith and inspire you, head over to the Apple or the Google Play Store and search for the Edify app. Until next time, it's Lucas Miles. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.